Everybody, welcome to another edition of Warrior Talk. This is Sean. And this is Matt. And we are nearing the end of the fall sports season. Yeah, I mean, it's been, it feels like it went by really fast. Uh, I'm not even coaching. You are, so I can imagine it probably went quicker yes. even for you. So Yeah, it seems like a blink of an eye. I mean, I can't believe today is October 1st. Uh, the weather certainly has not helped out with that, but... Uh, sectional games are in front of us. Yeah, I mean, some have already kicked it off. Obviously, girls' golf season's been, you know, done for a couple weeks. But boys' tennis had their sectionals this past week. Unfortunately, you know, the, the team couldn't pull it out. They played a very good Avon team uh, on, I think it was Wednesday night. Uh, but it's it, it's that time of the year, state tournament time. It's great. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's pretty cool, I think, for <clears throat> a lot of the Danville athletes who are kind of ending their season uh, in the way that they are. Uh, looking at girls' soccer, they finished their season 14-1-1. and uh, Talked to Coach Adams. I don't think that that's exactly what he would have predicted. Um, but really, they just, I don't know, captured lightning in a bottle, and they were just able to capitalize on the players that they had, the abilities that they uh, really excelled at, and then to make their team work around that. So, well, I think ju- just from this is from a different sports perspective. You know, that soccer, I coach basketball, but I feel like there's a nice blend of talent there on the girls' side. They have, you know, the four seniors, mm-hmm. you know, a senior goalie. Yep. Uh, and then a nice blend of younger, really talented players, and it's just meshed so well this year. I mean, their only loss was to Brownsburg, right. who's always good, and the tie came to Lafayette Jeff again, another big school. Right. They, I mean, but a they, key a key victory for them against Plainfield. Oh yeah. And then really just rolling through the conference. Yes, I mean, really the only challenge they came up against in, in the conference was Lebanon, and you know they were able to pull it out. That was a lot of fun to be at, but I think. Their sectional is pretty much all conference teams, if, I, if I'm yes, not mistaken. Yes, I'm sure. It's in Crawfordsville starting this week. So they, they should have a lot of confidence going into the sectional game. It'll, it should be it should be interesting. Also, talking about soccer, boys soccer um, really hit their stride this past week. Uh, we had a really tough game against a team out of Greenwood called Whiteland. Uh, we were actually tied 2-2, gave up a pretty... <clears throat> lousy penalty kick. Uh, not really agreeing with the official on that <laughs> one, but we can have that topic for another day, the relationships with the uh, officiating. But anyways, uh, you know, Whiteland was able to put that goal in, really kind of took the wind out of the sails on the uh, on the bench. Uh, but kudos to our guys. Man, they just kind of stared the team down. They had this internal, like, we are not going to let this happen to us. And we're able to put three goals in the last three minutes and just destroy any momentum that Whiteland had. And then uh, you kind of know uh, as a coach yourself, like, you know, you have this big emotional victory. What's going to take place in the next game? Senior night, super emotional, super exciting evening. Um, And they came out and beat Crawfordsville 6-0. Going back to the Whiteland game, just for a second, I wasn't there, and I kind of I saw the, the the Twitter feed on the athletic department. Uh-huh. I was like, "Are you kidding me? That was awesome." Do you, even though it's this late in the season, do you feel like that was like just 
the the turning point of the season? Well, uh, I'm pretty biased. I'm, I feel like every game we played minus one, we really it, it could have gone 50-50. And um, we know the caliber. We know the type of talent that our athletes have on the soccer team. And so uh, it, it's exciting to see this momentum right now. Uh, it's exciting to see, you know, especially we start sectionals on Tuesday against Speedway. This is the type of time that you want to be peaking. Absolutely. I mean, we, we, we love college basketball. Who cares about the team? Oh, yeah. It comes out in the very beginning of the season because you want to be putting together the runs, you know, in February. So. Yeah, it's always that. I mean, in hockey, it's, you know, are you going to have that goal that they, mm-hmm. they say, what is it they say, standing on their head? Right. You know, or in, you know, the pl- football, even at the professional level, it's like, who, who's hot? Right. You know, who's uh, college football playoffs? You know, right. you might lose that one game early, but right. if you can keep rolling, it's what you're doing late in the season. So for you guys to be doing that right now, it's an awesome thing. And, I mean, I I, I can't speak for it because I'm not around him, but the guys' confidence has to be there's off a belief, the chart. I mean, yeah. there's a belief that, uh, that this is a year where we can win a sectional. And it's been 10 years since that's happened for soccer. Um, we are no longer the little fish in the big pond. I mean, we legitimately every year should go into sectionals knowing that we can compete and seeing the way that we're playing right now is just a great confidence builder. So, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, also I'd like to throw out, we all know that the volleyball team is having an awesome year so far. Their sectionals is coming around. And, you know, my wife and I have been to a lot of matches. They're a lot of fun, high energy and stuff like that. But we just wanted to highlight uh, Claudia Ellis Sr. She racked up her 100th victory for the Danville Volleyball Program. And that's insane to me. Like, I don't care what sport, how many games you play, whatever. For you to get 100 victories in any, any sport... Is, is is quite amazing and that that's awesome. It just means that she has been competing, uh, you know, every time that that there's an opportunity. So she's a four-year varsity player. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, again, when you think of a freshman coming in, uh, just the weight put on your shoulders at that moment, and for her to be able to. Uh, Really, just rise to the occasion every single time. There's a lot of credit to the coaching. Oh yeah. A lot of credit to the program that has been built at Danville, surrounding our volleyball team. Um, but yes, I mean, what a great honor. And I, I'm going to put this out there, whether you know I was told this, and I think this is more of a credit to her than anything else. From what I understand, she was cut from the, her seventh grade team. She was cut in middle school. And she didn't, you know, let it bother her. She actually used it as motivation, you know, probably made it on the eighth grade team. And here she is. I mean, right. and she is the one that stands out. Like, she, she's high energy. She's always talking to, to their teammates. And Is she 23? Number five. Oh, number she's, five. Not, she's not the Mike Jordan of volleyball. Okay. She's not. She, she's not. But she, number five, she... Right there in the center, blocking, you know, hitting it really hard. She serves it really well. So, I mean, it's awesome. So, congratulations, Claudia, on your 100 victories. All right. Just because I said it, i got to ask you the question. When you think of 23... It's, it is and always will be Michael Jordan. 
Never. It will never be LeBron. No, no, no. I mean, no one's ever going to go 23, you know, like LeBron James. No, it's always Michael Jordan, and it'll always stay that way because, you know, the kind of the older generations will always make sure Correct. of it as well. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it's, it will never be LeBron James. All right, I, I will hold, though, off on all my LeBron James hatred for when he we He even start changed his again. number at one point. He was number six with the Heat. Oh, I can't stand him. All right, moving on. Uh, big win. For the uh, cross-country team this weekend, uh, boys took first place, girls uh, fourth place. And that was really for the boys team behind Sam Comer and Jackson Swisher, finishing first and second at conference. Well done, guys. I know I've said it before in the podcast, but this is a team that we just see uh, constantly practicing uh, with the soccer field being where they do some of their running, and they're just motivated, and they have focus. Oh, yeah, and, and you know, Sam, Jackson being a swish, or, sorry, Jackson <laughs> being a swisher, how about Jackson being a senior? Yes. You know, that, I'm so glad to see that for any senior, but Sam, he's just a sophomore. I mean, he is, he's having a really good year. He, he had a really good year as a freshman as well, qualified for state, so he's just kind of carried it over to this year as well. I mean, and running is not all he does. He He's one of our basketball players as well. Yeah. So it it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun seeing just all the the sports succeeding. Right. It's it I think I really do believe it's infectious. Like you see one program, maybe two programs and then it just they feed off of each other cuz you know they interact with each other. Right. So it, it it's just awesome. It's just awesome. Yeah, we I think I think it's, I think what's exciting and what we continually want to see, and I know I've seen it at volleyball, I know I've seen it in both of the girls' and boys' soccer matches, is just to see the other athletes supporting and encouraging their fellow students. And it's yeah. not that one sport is better than the other or more important or valuable uh, or even popular than the other, but that we truly are at one school with one team that is out competing in many different sports. And yeah. so I, I know we're going to talk about it uh, with the sectionals, uh, but get out, get yes. out and, 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 and support the teams. I know like for boys soccer on Tuesday, there's going to be a big tailgate before the game. Uh, we, we're, we're hosting it, so it's an easy drive. If you're ever interested in checking out the sectional games, uh, get out, support our teams, uh, even if it's not a sport that you necessarily know. Got one dad. This boy's never played soccer before, and he told me that it's been a great season learning soccer and the rules and not understanding all the rules and different things like that. So Yeah, uh, yeah and that brings me back. I, I'm glad you kind of said that because my older sister, she has two kids in high school now, and, you know, my niece, she's on the girls' team, but I remember when the first time she, you know, they wanted to play soccer, and she was out there watching. She had no clue what was going on. Right. None. All right? She admitted it. She did not play soccer at all, but she was glad to be out there supporting her kids. And now, mm-hmm. you know, talking to her in the stands, she, oh, she's all, I mean, she knows everything about soccer now. So it, and I see people with young kids, whether it's volleyball, football, mm-hmm. they're bringing their kids, even if yeah. they don't know anybody on the team, they're bringing their kids to the games right. and, you know, just exposing them to what the athletes in high school now, mm-hmm. you know, whether role models even, you right. know, like pick out your favorite player and stuff like that. So that's a, that's a yeah. lot of fun to see too. I had the privilege of growing up in an area of Cincinnati that 
really rallied around its high school. So the the environment that Danville is <clears throat> is pretty normal for me. Uh, everybody in the town loved the football team. Everybody in the town loved all the different athletes and different sporting events. The boosters was huge. I mean, just really it was a cool environment to grow up in. So now being here in Danville with my kids and growing up in this environment, uh, they love it. You know, my oldest loves soccer, loves going to the games, loves basketball. Uh, she sat with us right at the volleyball yeah. game. Really enjoyed it. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I would say, Danville, you're blessed to be in the town that you have, uh, with the school that you have, and uh, really just an exciting time with all the athletics. Yeah, I mean, that and that kind of leads us into the football team. You know, they, they had another huge win uh, Friday night. And when I say huge, I'm not talking about the importance. They, I mean, they just absolutely destroyed Frankfurt. Right. Uh, they did what a good team is supposed to do to a bad team. Uh, Toby Highland, you know, very efficient. I don't know the yardage, but I think he was 10 for 11. <laughs> you know, he only threw the ball 11 times, completed 10 of them, but six of them for, for, for touchdowns, you know, tying a school record in, in that category. So it's just... Yeah, he put up 242 yards, six touchdowns. Uh, Skinner, again, just dominant on the... On the ground, 49 yards, two touchdowns, and then Stevens, golly, 118 in the air, four receptions. Yeah, I mean, he's he's a big play waiting to happen, and here, here's the, like I said, people keep saying, just stop Danville's big play, stop Danville's big play. The big play isn't necessarily, you know, stop, you just have, you got to tackle these guys. But you got to also pick which one you want to stop. Exactly. It's like... Ben Stevens can turn a five-yard out into an 80-yard touchdown. Right. Alec Burton can shrug off shoulder, uh, tacklers, right. making a six-yard gain into a 25-yard gain. Well, that's what makes them so hard is if you get them, like, let's just say your defense is stout and you're able to hold them to a third down five yards to go. That's death sentence. Where are they going to go? I mean, because they could go anywhere. They could go to the ground with uh, Schubert. You know, they could go in the air over to the middle to Burton. I mean, really, they have so many different options. It's really hard for a defensive coordinator to really figure out oh, how yeah, are it, they it, going to it, do It's this. one of those, like we said earlier, it's like someone someone's offense will have to be their best defense. So you got to keep their offense off the field and hope for a low-scoring game. But uh, even then... I mean, you're you're at it's a tall order for your offense, even because Danville's defense has been as stingy as they come this year, creating turnovers, flying around. It's it's going to be a hard matchup for anybody, for anybody. Correct. But the sectional uh, draw happened, you know, earlier tonight before we we came on here, and you know, Danville drew is South Vermillion. Yep. Uh, on that Friday night, and that we'll be traveling to October the twentieth. October twentieth, we'll be traveling to South Vermilion, I believe. I have no idea where that even is. <laughs> I'm sure you don't. It's a little. For, it's a. It's out west. Uh, no worries there, but I know it's a little bit of a drive. But if you can make it out there for that game, I can't imagine that this team would have any hard hardship trying to get a group to go out and follow them yeah so the football team you know football soccer cross country volleyball you know it's just it we could come home with all kinds of sectional titles correct and and it's not you're being cocky it's just like but that's just kind of the mentality right now it's like that's the belief like you said earlier i mean the belief in what these teams are doing it's like 
you wouldn't be surprised if it happened. Correct. So, very cool. Uh, well, looking ahead at the next week's schedule real quick. Um, we are in the first week of October. Volleyball on Monday uh, heads out to Tri-West. Freshmen start at 5 p.m. Uh, along with the JV at 5 p.m. And then the girls varsity will uh, start at 6.30 p.m. And that's Monday. Girls volleyball traveling to Tri-West. And then on Tuesday, uh, the boys' soccer team will play host to uh, Speedway. That is a home game. Uh, if you're listening and you're interested in going the the single entry is six dollars you could pay ten dollars and get the full week package which we would encourage you to do that i believe that we want to be playing all the way till saturday uh on wednesday the boys uh section will continue uh if you guys win on tuesday will you be playing on wednesday correct okay uh, and then I'm assuming there will probably be another game that night as well. Do you know who's I'm, I'm, playing that night? You know, I'm pretty sure on Wednesday if we win on Tuesday that we will have the second game around 7 o'clock or so. The first game uh, could potentially be Tri-West versus Cardinal Ritter, which would be a very intriguing oh, match absolutely. to watch. Uh, I also know that girls soccer sectional is playing this week. Their first match is... On Tuesday? That sounds correct. It is not... Uh, yes, it is on Tuesday. It is at 5 o'clock. At um, Crawfordsville. At Crawfordsville. Okay. Uh, that brings us to Thursday as well, though. The girls' soccer sectional will be continuing. Uh, first game being at 5 o'clock. Uh, and then volleyball will be in action at Frankfurt with uh, the JV starting at 6 o'clock in the varsity to follow. Then wrapping, uh, well, not really wrapping things up for the week, but Friday night, another Friday night light game. At home, uh, the Warriors will be facing off against Western Boone. I know that this game has a lot of conference uh, implications, so come on out, be there, support the Warriors. Uh, I know the last game, homecoming weekend, was a well-attended game. Can't imagine we'll have any issues. No, I mean, it'll be senior night. I mean... Conference is basically up for grabs. Both teams are undefeated in the conference. Uh, Western Boone just got off a big victory against Southmont the week, bef- uh, week before, this past Friday. Um, it, it's going to be a, a really well-attended game. It should be a lot of fun. Uh, on Saturday, uh, let's see here, the JV football team will be in action, but they will be traveling to Western Boone. That is a 10 o'clock in the morning starts. Uh, cross-country will be hosting their sectional, I believe, I found out from Sam Comer. It is at South Putnam. Okay. So their sectional will be taking place. It's a 10.30 start. Uh, the boys' soccer sectional final would be that day. It will be at 2 p.m. And then the girls' soccer sectional uh, will wrap up as well, but that won't start till 7 p.m., so that will be a night game. And then the JV volleyball team will be traveling to Shelbyville for an invitational there. Awesome. Very cool. Um, that kind of wraps up all of our focus on Danville sports. And if you're a casual listener, you really just listen for the uh, the Danville update, this will be your time to maybe <laughs> uh, to, to say goodbye. If you're interested in what Matt and I would have to talk about next, really, Matt, I'd like to just ask you this question what is your favorite video game of all time? Favorite video? Oh, man. It's like trying to pick your favorite kid. Um, <laughs> oh, man. That 
that's hard. How about how about how about I do you a favor and give you the Mount Rushmore of video games that gives you five or four choices. Four choices. Okay, so I'm gonna go a little. I feel like I'm gonna get one from kind of every era right, of my fair. life here. Yeah, that's fair. So I was a huge, huge. I'm, I'm into fighting games. I'm not gonna. Lie. I'm a button masher. I don't okay. care. Like those games. I was a huge fan of Mortal Kombat. Uh-huh. Mortal original? Kombat 2, actually. Right, Mortal, Kombat, Mortal Kombat 2 is my favorite. I, I, I didn't mind Mortal Kombat 1, but Mortal Kombat 2 is on my Mount Rushmore. Okay. It, it, it's just awesome. Who's your, who's your go-to character? Sub-Zero. It's, it, Not even a question? No. No question whatsoever. Classic. You know, he's been in every game. Uh, so, Mortal Kombat 2. Then... <laughs> Surprisingly, Duck Hunt. <laughs> okay. Duck Hunt. I don't know what it is, but that little dog and just, you know, laughing at you, you know. But a lot are, of fun there. Are you one to put the uh, the gun to the or to TV screen? No, that's cheating. Okay. That's cheating. No way. Um, man, now you're going to make me choose two more here. Uh, we'll go a little more modern. Okay. I was a big big NCAA football guy yes. before they they discontinued. Yep, discontinued. So I'm going to put the whole franchise in there. Okay. I always tried to find that, you know, kind of unranked team that right. no one knew about. and I'd, I wouldn't destroy my friends, but I could beat them with them, you know, right. kind of rub it in a little bit. So NCAA football would be there. And then, man, whoo. It's tough. One more. Yeah, one more. Uh, I, I'm gonna go with God of War. Okay, I actually have never played that. It big franchise. Like it, I stumbled upon that game as, as like an accident. Okay. Um, I had my PlayStation Two. I was wandering around at Walmart as you know one does. Right. Uh, and that was actually in college, and it was it was one of those greatest hits. You remember the greatest hits? You yes, know? definitely. The very first one. I, I stumbled. Upon, it was like. 10 bucks right you know, scooped it up went home played it fell in love uh and then i was like first day when god of war 2 came out it was mine snagged it god of war 3 came out for the ps3 i loved it and then they had some spin-off games as well mm-hmm. and then they're actually going to be coming out with another one here pretty soon for the ps4 actually that's probably on the top that's like yeah Maybe George Washington, Abe Lincoln on my Rushmore here. Uh, so I, I would go there. Those are my four. Okay, so uh, I'll, I'll answer. I will reserve my right to change that, though. Well, that's fine. That's fine. We're not really etching anything <laughs> in stone. Um, for me, I, I feel like the the first is a no-brainer. Uh, it has to be a Legend of Zelda game. And if I have to land on one, it would be Ocarina of Time. Uh, in 64 love yes yeah, so love love that game uh number two for me is a sega genesis game called college football 2 now i was definitely a uh a subscriber to the ea sports ncaa college football oh, yeah, game I, I remember my very first one 1997 danny warfel the cover athlete from the florida gators oh shout out to my guy brandon cook he will love you for that okay well i don't like danny warfel well, but, but he's the first one on that on that cover i bought it every single year from 1997 until they discontinued it 
So it was a sad. It was day. A, it was a very sad it day. Was a very sad day. Um, anyways, so college football two though was the Sega Genesis game. And that's really what awakened uh, my love for college football games. My brother and I. So I'm a Buckeye fan. He's a Michigan fan. So we would start every season um, Ohio State versus Michigan. We would we would sit next to each other, watch each other play the game uh, until we got to that very last one. And my brother's younger than me, and he beat me most of the time, and it <laughs> drove me up a wall. Uh, we had a rocking chair that I stabbed many times with a uh, screwdriver because I have a bit of an anger problem. Better the chair than your brother. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, so let's see. Uh, I'm kind of staying retro with, with my first three choices. My next choice is Resident Evil 2. I'm okay with that. I believe that Good was game. the original PlayStation. And, yes, yes, and, yes, yes. And I think uh, all of these games are favorite just because of the stories that they that come with it. But I just remember many nights spending the night at my buddy's house, playing this game super late at night. A zombie busting through a wall. We jump up and scream and run around. So uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. There was just something really fun about that. And then, gee whiz, I would probably say Modern Warfare Four. Four. Or Modern Warfare. So oh, Call, okay. of Duty, Call, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of Duty, Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare. Uh, you know, that was the first uh, shooter game that I got for, um, gosh, I believe that would be an Xbox 360 when I had it. Uh, but just again, body of mind, we played it nonstop. Oh, I'm, yeah. It, it, Were you a, uh, you play Modern Warfare, right? Oh, yeah. Do you do you ever do the online stuff? Oh, I did early on. I haven't I haven't played an online game in quite some time. So, are you a prestiger, or do you just leave your first prestige all the way up to the highest level, and you just keep all the best? I guns? would probably go through like maybe once or twice, and then I'd leave it up there. It's like, eh, nah, I'm good. Okay. So, I mean, but you're right. Those games, yeah. You know, they're un like the story behind them, the graphics. I mean, basically. So let's just talk video games right here. I'm gonna hijack a little bit. Okay. So basically, like a, any kind of system now can do everything. Right. It's a basically a computer. Right. Like I was watching football games on my PS4 right. earlier today. You can do that. You can stream Netflix off of them. You can you can watch TV off of them now. Right. I mean, if you would have told me that even 10 years ago, I would not have believed you. Right. Can you really, like, I don't know how to, like, that just blows my mind when I actually sit down and think about it. Yeah, I'm trying to even think. So, I was in college from 2001 to 2006. It was on purpose, a five-year degree if you're doing your math, okay? Um, but I remember even just playing games all through college. I don't think I would have I would have ever imagined. No. Apps. I mean, the word app probably was a foreign concept a long time ago. Oh, yes. So, you're right. I, I don't think I could have ever imagined. I think there's always a dream of, like, the VR. Uh, you know, you watch that, Tron or you and watch... And it's, it's here, the, the VR. Here. I mean, the VR, virtual reality, is it's here. It's it just, it's in its kind of baby steps, I think. Or, right. You know, toddler. Right, a little phase. bit too expensive for the common man maybe to go out and buy. Uh, but I think it is something that you're always thinking about, yes. you're intrigued by. Um, yeah, I mean, my PS4, I'm definitely a PlayStation guy right now, was an Xbox guy for the longest time. 
I just felt like PlayStation had the better uh, next-gen console, but I could not live without my PlayStation. <laughs> and it has and no, it, it has nothing to do with the games. Yes, and that's the thing. Like when I I remember when I first bought my PS3, it had the Blu-ray player in it, and mm-hmm. Blu-rays were like this, you know, brand new right. shiny toy. Like, it was worth every penny just for the Blu-ray player. Right. And if there's anybody out there that can't tell the difference between a DVD and a Blu-ray... You're crazy. You, you need an eye, your eyes checked. Yes. Okay? So, like, that, the PS3 was the only system that had the Blu-ray player in it. I still don't think Microsoft has adopted the Blu-ray player. Yes, they in, have. They have? Yes, okay, okay. Have. I, I wasn't sure. But when that first came out, that was like, Wow. Like, I cannot... Wow. Like, a Blu-ray player by itself was, like, $200 to $250. Right. The PS3 was only slightly more expensive than that. So, yeah. I mean, you had the Blu-ray player. You could get on the internet with them, even the the first-generation PS3s. Uh, so, I think you and I are a unique age where maybe an older generation looks down upon us to go I would agree with why that, are you still playing video games but I don't think that I don't think that's ever going to go away it, in fact what's crazy in, in some of the stuff that I read is maybe the consoles will become obsolete for video games and everything will go to a phone uh, I don't I don't know I don't I don't think so I, there's something don't get me wrong you know just moving your fingers around on a phone it's but just ha- having that controller in your hand and you know the access to all the buttons on there and mm-hmm. being able to do things with it, I I still think a console will have its place. Maybe I, maybe I over exaggerated. Okay. I, I don't. I, I, I'm once, with you. Once though. I said it, you're, I was kind of like, oh, that sounds really dumb. <laughs> so uh, what I guess, what do you look for in a video game now? I look for the story. Now. I think for a while there, uh, games or the manufacturer manufacturers were kind of they were just applying it to you know multiplayer. Right. Like they wanted to make sure the multiplayer, the online features were great, and they kind of just took away from the story. Right. I'm a big guy on the story. Like even if like the modern warfare like we were talking about earlier, like I played the story first. Yeah. Like, I didn't just hop online and start playing. you think playing. that's because you weren't necessarily an online gamer? I didn't... Well, at that particular time, like, online playing was kind of... I don't want to say new, but it was kind of like a novel, right. novelty. It's like, eh. Yeah. See, and I'm the complete opposite. I mean, I, I rarely played any of the storyline because I went straight into multiplayer. See, I, I can't do that. Like, I want to I wanna see the story. I like a good story, and... You know, the modern warfares kept building on stories and stuff like that. They were kind of all connected. and that That's why I I like a video. I like the story behind it. Cause I like, it's basically an interactive movie. I agree with you on that. I'm pumped uh, about... I just saw a trailer yesterday for Red Dead Redemption 2. I've been, I haven't watched the actual commercial or advertising. Have you played before. the first one? No, I haven't. Is that something you'd be interested in? Possibly. I mean, uh, I think the idea of a Western getting to play it is awesome. Uh, I tried watching a little bit of Westworld. I really enjoyed the premise of the show, right? Like, there is something intriguing 
and gritty <laughs> and raw right about the wild wild west yeah. so getting to play a game i always thought that was pretty awesome but yeah i mean it i think video because basically we're the generation of like we outside of like the atari uh-huh. we grew up on video games like that that was it for us right like we we had the nes we had the super nintendo right. we had the genesis i mean we grew up through it all and i think nintendo especially is definitely playing on our nostalgia oh, now sure. you know the the nes classic came out last year the S NES is coming out just came out this right. year so, I mean, they know they know how, you know, how this played in our childhood. Yeah, they're the worst. They're the worst at supply and demand, <laughs> but but they are the smartest in knowing exactly what the uh, the current consumer wants. I oh, totally yeah. agree with you on that. Super Nintendo is a system I never even had. I didn't either. I was a Genesis guy. I had a Sega Genesis growing up and it's just now that I think about it, sorry. Mario Kart 64 might be one of the greatest games ever. Yeah, I never played it. What? Now, that makes me think about, because we're talking about 64, that makes you think about GoldenEye. GoldenEye, yeah. That, like, that was the multiplayer game. Yes. Like, that was, I think I feel like that's the gold standard, pardon the pun there, okay? <laughs> right. That is the gold standard of, you know, multiplayer shooter. Yeah, I mean, I, I recall many, 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 many nights growing up. Oh, yeah. Late, late nights of just four people getting ticked off because some moron picked odd, odd job. Yep, and just, you know, little guy running around, can't hit him. Yeah. Just hate yeah. those people. That person well, don't be that punched. Guy. Don't ever be we that We had guy. to ban odd job. Like, yeah, yes. you can't be odd job. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, video games... I, I can't even imagine what's going to go into the future, into video games. I mean, yeah, we have the virtual reality thing, but right. I still think, like we were talking about, I think consoles will still have... You're right. You're right. Just because just because of the other applications of them, not necessarily right. the video game part of it. I mean, they're getting into the streaming game, just like everybody else, it seems like. For and, sure. I mean, they're going to be Well, there. even PlayStation has uh, their PlayStation On Demand, basically. Yeah, where you PlayStation can, View. You yeah. can, you, well, no, not even that, but I'm talking about for games. Oh, yeah. You, you can, can go on. Download yeah, them. Yeah, you can download old games and different things like that. Cool, man. Well, that was fun talking about uh, video games. Oh, yeah. I mean, we'll kind of like preview this a little bit. I mean, we're going to get into the, the movie game here shortly. Yes. But I'm pumped for, you know, a few of the new movies coming out. Um, we got Thor, Ragnarok, Thor 3, Ragnarok coming out in November. We got the new Star Wars movie coming out in December. Right. We have Justice League coming out in December, I believe. It's it's going to be a good, like, winter, November, December for movies, so. Correct. All right, man. Well. Good times. Very good times, as always. Thank you, listeners, for spending time with us. You know, this really is a, uh, a joy for Matt and I, getting the chance to just talk, knowing that somebody's out there listening. We hope. We, <laughs> we hope. Uh, we would love some feedback. Uh, if there's ever a topic that you feel like Matt and I need to discuss, 
Uh, in the future, we've got some guests hopefully lined up going to come on and join us. Uh, I know we really are digging an episode uh, with our wives to talk about the uh, the topic of uh, most memorable sports moment that yes. you uh, witnessed. And like so, where were you when? Yes. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, so really looking forward to that. Again, if there's ever something you want to hear us talk about, please let us know. Uh, also, uh, we are working in the works of creating a movie podcast episode. Um, so if you guys have a movie that you would like for us to highlight, that would be great. Uh, can I give a... Oh yeah, give them a little preview. So, a little snippet. so our very first episode that we... Uh, the very first movie that we're going to, to check out is... Princess Bride. The Princess the Bride. And so we're going to we're gonna title the podcast The Coach's Film Room. Is that like correct? It. And uh, we're just going to break down... We're going to break down the movie just like we would breaking down one of our games. So looking forward to that. Peace. Peace out.